Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Just watch me love myself That's all I want Got what I want That's all I want I'm not sorry I'm Claire Fallon And I'm Emma Gray And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows, and we can't live without them. But we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Hey guys, we are back in a slightly different form. (laughs) (laughs) We have a new home. We have a new name. Uh, we're extremely happy to be back, to be here at Stitcher, and to be launching Love to See It, a weekly podcast about The Bachelor and beyond. And beyond. <laughs> you may be wondering, uh, what is this show going to be? Um, we hope it's going to be a space for the same kind of free-flowing commentary, snark, and analysis about The Bachelor that we've kind of always done on Here to Make Friends and a space where we can chat with our favorite comedians, podcasters, critics, and of course, Bachelor alums about all the minutiae of each episode. And there's going to be so much Bachelor content this year. Nearly too too much. Too much. Like, honestly, I think it's maybe a little bit too much, but like, I'm going to take it. I'm preparing myself. Um, There's going to be two Bachelorette seasons, Paradise, The Bachelor. Like, we're looking at are there going to be any weeks off of The Bachelor for the dedicated fan this year? We're not really sure. Um, but aside from that, we're also like really excited and eager to expand our focus to other uh, related topics to make this more of a weekly show rather than a seasonal one. And that means uh, no more off-season. It means more Bachelor Nation gossip and more recaps and conversations about other dating reality shows, for example. Um, And we're really excited to bring you like a weekly show, some great bonus episodes as well. And we'd love to hear from you guys about what you'd like to hear more of or hear about on the show. And you can reach us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com with any requests. Yeah, I think we're just really excited about kind of being able to to do this like new iteration um of the the same the a podcast with the same soul 
as here to make friends, I'd say. Um, but sort of moving it into hopefully the next six years and beyond. And we're just really, really thrilled to get to continue to make this thing um, and to get to expand what that looks like and continue to to build community with all of you, our listeners, who really, you know, are the reason that that we do this. Yeah, we're excited to keep talking about The Bachelor until it's like a little until weird. We like, why are these it's two fine. old ladies so invested in the love lives of these 25-year-old personal trainers? Like, it's professional, okay? Get over it. Um, so on that note, <laughs> I think it's time to talk about the bios. Yes, the bios. That's what we're really here for. No one's here to listen to us talk about ourselves and our dreams. We're here to talk about Katie's cast. And I really love what they did with the cast bios this year. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of content. They're just like, the people need more. And we are grateful. We're grateful. Um, the photos, I'm just going to say, continue to be atrocious atrocious like i don't really understand like every single guy i was like that guy and then i would go to instagram and i'd be like oh he's incredibly hot um you would never know it look okay so part of this is that for some reason they insist on um shooting these cast photos as though they are like terrible corporate portraits just universally unflattering i also think there's something about reality tv people where like i was at dinner having this conversation with some friends the other night like some people like movie people for example often you see them in person you're like they look a little like weirder in person because their their faces are sort of like extremely angular and like built for the screen right (laughs) Reality TV people are just, like, normal hot people. So they often are better looking in person. Some things don't translate. Yeah, they're not necessarily... But at the same time, we haven't seen any of them in person. That's true. We're just comparing photos. That's true. And the photos are better on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. um, So whenever we make fun of a guy's photo, just know that somewhere is an Instagram full of extremely disturbingly hot photos of him. And yeah, like, let's just start that. with the baseline um, <laughs> of understanding that if to get cast on this show, you have to be like extremely conventionally attractive. So like that's that's where yes, we're starting. We know that. Um, <laughs> so let's do a quick overview. Uh, Katie's cast. There are 30 guys. The ages range from 25 to 36 the most represented age and i think this is pretty common across seasons is 26 they're usually like 9 to 10 26 year olds um about like 12 or 13 appear to be men of color but we don't want to like make any categorical statements there because we don't know how everyone identifies um but there's there's some diversity in the casting Um, no fewer than 10 men describe themselves as romantics, many of them hopelessly so. Uh, And that Um, we can be certain about because we know how they identify and their core identity is romantic. And others self-identify, for example, as strong lovers. That was a very upsetting characterization, which we can (laughs) dig into later. Um, The professions, not as many trainers as usual. There was a gym owner. Um, and a nutrition entrepreneur, but we see like four real real estate guys, um, six, I think six salesmen of various stripes, 
a couple That's entrepreneurs. A classic, classic bachelor type, just oh, sales. Yeah. Sales. I mean, so much of the American economy is just selling people's stuff. So that makes sense. Um, two business owners, three current or former professional athletes. Cannot count how many college athletes I they mean, are. We can probably assume, assume that, that 90% of them. Are. Yeah. yeah. Um, at this point, like, the NCAA system is really just, like, a farm system, not for professional sports, but for The Bachelor. They're like, we got to get these guys buff, confident team players who are prepared to go on The Bachelorette and play rugby for the heart of a, of a, a beautiful woman, bachelorette. You know? Exactly. Um, and if they don't win that, then they just move on to the greater game, which is the Instagram market. So it exactly. really works on several levels. <laughs> um, the Instagram influencer uh, path, of course, is just monetizing popularity. So that is a uh, it's a great path for the the college jock. Um, so just to revisit Katie's bio quickly, uh, they really emphasize a couple facts about her. She brought a light up vibrator to meet Matt, so we know she's sex positive. And also, she hates bullying and negativity. These which are her is... only two personality <laughs> traits, according to the show. They're like, she owns a vibrator and she doesn't like bullies. It's funny, they lean so hard into it. In many of the bios, it'll be like, Josh hates negativity. I guess he'll have something in common with the Bachelorette. Or like, Aaron doesn't like it when women he's with bully waiters. Something he and the Bachelorette may share. You're like, unlike most of us who <laughs> being a decent love human, bullying waiters. <laughs> being a decent human is quality. something these two lovebirds may have in common. Um, but it is funny given that like when they kind of announced Katie she was very much seen this way and her image has become a little bit more complicated by kind of the 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 very end of the season and the way things played out on women tell all um I don't know if they anticipated her reputation being affected a little bit by the fact that the other women in the house did not seem to think she did a very good job managing the conflict in the house um but that's her brand. They're going with it. She also, I just want to say, is like really um, sort of the consummate digital native. Like she is really good at sort of interacting with all of this stuff. And she's already kind of doing a, a nice mix of like making fun of herself and interacting with all the official Bachelor accounts. Um, and at the same time, you know, she already posted something being like, remember all of these men are like good real people and you know be kind to them so she's she's leaning in yeah uh that i mean she's got to stay on brand um that's what being a katie means um so let's start let's start getting into her men uh aaron is 26 he's an insurance agent from san diego california aaron my initial impression was he looks a little bit like Dale, but then I look again and I'm like, he looks nothing like Dale. No, it's very he, uncanny. There, there is like a, yeah, it's like he, his face is not, I don't know. There's a Dale vibe, but he. There's a he, Dale like yeah. outline to him yeah. almost. Um, 
Not that they don't all have basically the same outline, which is like the shoulders <laughs> that you get when you're a college athlete yeah, um, and a square head. Um, that's the bachelor cardboard cutout. Um, and Aaron uh, was indeed a, a swimmer a in swimmer. college. And works in sales and is 26. They're really starting with like a man who just hits all of the all of the notes. Of yeah, like he's classic. like the most average classic <laughs> bachelor contestant you could possibly find. He, he he's also, currently in sales and he wants to own his own business someday. He also wants a, a partner who's going to support him and encourage his dreams. Well, that's because he plans to leave a legacy behind and... You can't leave a legacy behind if you're with some unsupportive shrew, you know? That's true. You need someone who's going to build Won't that legacy with the woman with think you. of your legacy? He's one of two women, or two men, actually, who specifically say that they want to leave a legacy behind through business ownership. <laughs> American culture is so broken. Um, yeah, and stage capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> He has fun facts. Aaron has one tattoo, his family's initials on his neck. His biggest fears are rats and saber toothed tigers. And you know okay. what? I have some great news for Aaron, which is <laughs> they that do, they saber toothed tigers, they're extinct. Do not walk this earth. Yes. Um, I do relate to the rat part. I have a real, I have a phobia of rats. And recently, a friend of mine had a rat chew through from the outside through the wall and then die uh in her apartment and oh so yeah i don't uh, love that no that's not great um so that's a real fear saber-toothed tigers on the other hand he's being quirky it, it, i guess like my he's like yeah i'm terrified of saber-toothed he's a woolly tigers. mammoth like, <laughs> <laughs> um which do you think you would rather face down a saber-toothed tiger or a woolly mammoth a woolly mammoth. Yeah, I, I feel like they're might not be as easier agile. to evade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not as agile. Um, and uh, his favorite holiday is Halloween because he loves when things get spooky. All right, fair enough. Um, next up is Andrew M, who is thirty-one. I think Andrew, he's very cute. He okay. He is like a classic example of the photo where I'm like, ugh, that guy? Like, no, he, I've seen his Instagram. He's very I, cute. Well, and then, yeah, you look at his Instagram and he's, like, extremely attractive. But, like, you see that the he's got the jacket on, his hair is swept to the side, and this very, like, uh, you know, flabby corporate lawyer that you meet and at a mixer. And he is, in fact, um, an attorney. And I think he's just, like, He's he's projecting some real like private firm energy here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He is a, a DA. He's a DA. He's so a DA. Not exactly like no. for the people, but um, <laughs> and he uh, also enjoys coaching youth water polo, building bonfires on the beach, um, and he loves to play pranks. This is one of my major red flags. <laughs> with a guy why why do people is this a tiktok thing why is everyone playing pranks now well i feel i actually that's a good point i feel like tiktok probably has certainly upped the number of uh millennial and and gen z pranks. he's 31 and he wants to play pranks on his no wife thank you no thank you like that is that is a child's hobby um, I do enjoy that he loves to sample men's fragrances specifically from magazine inserts. I was like, 
we stan a man who keeps print media alive, you know? Yeah. Where are you getting those, man? I hope they're not from the dentist's office. You better be subscribing. Um, I didn't know they still did that. Neither I thought did that I. kind of like went away with the glory days of, of print magazines. Maybe he was just like really reaching for a fun <laughs> fact. Well, this is the thing. And, and, I think it becomes more clear in other bios. Mostly, I don't think these seem at all like fun facts that you would volunteer as a fun fact. Like, so many of them are clearly just like, we gave them a really long questionnaire. What do you love to collect? And they're like, I guess fragrances from magazine. (laughs) Like, sure. Um, He, when he graduated from college, he T-bowed on the stage. A real red flag. It's unfortunate because he's very cute. For those who don't know, that means that you just like in the middle of something else that's happening, you drop to one knee and begin to pray with your head bowed. Um, While everyone else is just trying to graduate college. (laughs) And you're holding up the line with your T-bowing. Tim Tebow came up more than once in my Instagram research on these guys. His influence lingers. Uh, far past his heyday as a quarterback. Um, next is Andrew S., who is 26. He is a pro football player currently in Austria. He plays for the Austrian League. Um, and this was the first bio that I like. I really enjoyed. I don't get he this often. Good, I savored it. I reread bio. it a few times. Um, he plays pro football in Austria. He also, the rest of the year, works as a football coach and teacher's assistant in Chicago. He says living in Europe has given him an updated outlook on life where people work to live instead of live to work. And you know what, Andrew? I love that. I just... He's just out here for labor rights, out here for <laughs> a humane work schedule. He's like, don't talk to me about hustle culture. Don't talk to me about getting your grind on. That's not what life's about. He's like, I'm just trying to hand deliver lunch and fresh flowers to a special woman. Yeah. He's like, if I had to choose between leaving a legacy through business ownership or (laughs) hand delivering lunch and fresh flowers to that special woman, you know, I'm going to choose the latter. Like, that's just who I am. I'm Andrew and I work to live. Um, He wants to have five kids. Okay. So that's rough. Um, a lot I of don't these know men, if Katie wants to have five kids. There are a handful of these men that, that that do the classic dude thing where they're just like, yeah, 10 kids. It's fine. Like, like, like no thought of like how they'll afford these kids, how like of the fact that someone has to birth the kids. Childbirth is like after the first one, I hear they just slide they right just out. They just slide right out. Yeah, I've heard. Like I've only done it once, and it was unpleasant. But like uh, my understanding is that the next one's going to be easy, and yeah. and that it's only a small additional fee for each child. You know, <laughs> um, it's not like all you can have per se, but like you know, you can just kind of keep going. Um, and <laughs> he his fun facts. He has a great sense of humor. One of his favorite party tricks is imitating accents from around the globe. Okay, at least it's not pranks. He loves to nerd out over ancient Rome and oh, seeing the Colosseum in person that. was a dream come true. Adorable. That's, cute. That's adorable. Um, he loves margaritas and he will challenge anyone who says they can make a better one than he can. I mean, I, I challenge you, Andrew. Come make me a margarita. Yeah. I'll take I don't even it. care about my honor. I just want someone to make a margarita <laughs> for me. 
Um, although I do make a very good margarita using the recipe that is on the Cointreau. So if you're looking for a good margarita recipe, it's always worked for me. And he's very close with his 96-year-old grandmother. Very sweet. There, There's like basically the only red flag in this is the five kids thing. And, you know, if you want five kids, that's not even a red flag. So this is this is a pretty good pretty True. Good Taisha, Taisha did say she wanted like five kids, right? Yeah, she wanted. I mean, so. listen, if you want five kids, the way to do it is to go on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette and win. Because then you not only can you probably afford just generally more stuff, the kids will also be monetizable, right? So like, once and you'll you're have like, somewhat of a flexible work schedule because you'll be like a very successful independent contractor. It's like going back to the era when people had a lot of kids because they needed them to work the farm. Like if you're like an, a bachelor winning couple, if you're an influencer couple, having kids is not an expense. It is a reinvestment back into the business. Exactly. And you get a lot of kids stuff for free. And pregnancy yeah. things. So. You get the stuff for free and then they pay you to have it for free. They're like, take this and also take a bunch of money. Um, that's, you know, it, it really, they are, in terms of family size, the <laughs> homesteaders of our day. And uh, I'm not going to comment on the ethics of that <laughs> at this time. I, I do not post my own son on my public Instagram. Yeah, and just that listen should... to Joe Piazza's podcast <laughs> about um, mom influencers for a great exploration of that. Should we move on to Austin, who's a 25-year-old real estate investor? Yes. He stresses me out. He's, he listen, I was having a panic out. attack by the end of this bio. Um, he's like, I've been so busy in quarantine. I work out six days a week. In 2020, I flipped 20 properties. And in 2021, I'm going to flip over a hundred like what does flipping it even mean like is he making them over how do you flip over a hundred properties i mean he must in have that a, amount a of time big team i guess yeah he's he just doing like the actual like <laughs> renovations i mean just anyone who has accomplished so many things during uh quarantine times like really stresses me out And like, Like, I don't want to hear about your productivity. The more houses you flipped, the more you make me start to think about the ethics of house flipping. House flipping. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, you know, that's not what you want me to be. I'm like, oh, great. So you like buy houses that have been like foreclosed on and stuff. And then you put in like marble countertops and you sell them to rich people for a ton of money. Like, thanks for your contributions. Um. I'm sorry, Austin, but you're stressing me out and I need to uh, create some emotional distance between us. I need to not feel bad that I'm not doing that. Um, He believes that ambition is the most important trait that his partner can have. No, thank you. Um, And he thinks that doing life together means driving each other to be better. I No, I feel like going on a first date with this guy would be like going to like a very stressful job interview. Yeah. Like, I want none of this. I mean, the and thing I would is, bungle it. It would be less stressful because you don't want this job. The job but of that's being actually true. Austin. That's actually true. I'm sorry. The I Beyonce to his Jay Z. I decline. I decline <laughs> to move forward in this interview process. Um, I mean, I think if you're going to be looking for a Beyonce, you have to convince me that you're a Jay Z first. And I'm unconvinced. Six days a week? Don't you think Jay-Z is really working out seven days a week? You can't be taking days off if you're going to be Jay-Z. You know, 20 houses? Mm, I don't know. 
Um, he loves to spend the day at the beach and work on his tan. He doesn't currently have any tattoos, but he definitely wants to get a few. This is one of those facts that sounds like it was pulled from a questionnaire to me. Like, if you were like, what's a fun fact about you? Would you say, I have no tattoos, but I'd like to get some in the future? Yeah, they definitely Absolutely said, not. do you have or want tattoos? And he, and like, he said, I, I don't. No, but I, I could get a few, yeah. <laughs> and they were and like, like, that's a fun fact. That's fun it. fact material right there. Um, it shows that he's ambitious again. He's like, I'm striving to get those tattoos one day. He loves his white shoes and fears the day that someone spills on them. Now, spilling things is my first date move. So, and my second date move. It takes me around until like the fourth date when I'm not spilling things anymore. Um, So, again, this bio. Not for us. Yeah. We need to, we need to talk about something less stressful. Yeah. Like Brandon, um, 26, of course. I mean, from New York, we we love a New Yorker from Queens. He's an auto parts manager. His hair in this photo, like, <sighs> it's very upsetting. It's sort of like long bangs that are like dra- It's like, it's like the the Kate Gosselin shape, you know, long bangs that are sort <laughs> of draped around his cheeks. Now, I looked at his Instagram. He posted this, and his caption was taken immediately after my road trip from New York to Albuquerque. Excuse the helmet hair. And I was like, okay, so he wasn't going for exactly this look. Um, Yeah, his Instagram indicates that his, like, he's, again, better looking on Instagram. Much Uh, better looking. This is a really bad photo. Yeah, it's a terrible photo. He's better looking on Instagram. I also, it seems like he used to live in Tokyo, and when you see the way, way his hair is styled on Instagram, I was like, it feels sort of influenced from from Tokyo style a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's not my favorite hairstyle, sort of like side parted, and it does have sort of like the long, uh, the it's long like bangs. It's in this very specific way. What, what I like is that it is uh, a conscious choice, you know? He's not just going into the barber shop and saying, give me whatever anyone else is getting. He's not, you know, just picking one off a menu. He's like, I have a vision for this hair. It's going to be a little different from the other Bachelorette contestants. I'm okay with that. I'm confident enough. Uh, even if it takes a has a sort of motorcycle helmet-related mishap in the most circulated photo ever taken of me, I'm going to be chill about it because I have that level of confidence in my haircut. And that's something that I can get behind. Um also, I like the rest of his bio. Yeah, he's fluent in Japanese and Spanish, which is – that's impressive. Um, he says he's looking for an equal partner in life, which – love that. You would think that would be the baseline, but again, we do have a lot of guys being like, I'm looking for someone to help Who me only build supports my me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you wish that that wasn't, like, impressive, but it, it – it, it is. It yeah. does make him stand out, actually. Also, he says he he attended Northwestern University, where he learned to outgrow behaviors that limit his progress as a person, which I wish they taught that when I went to college, because that certainly was not something I learned in college. Like, I limited myself a lot, actually, during that time in my life. Oh, yeah. I learned fact, how to... up new behaviors to limit myself. <laughs> I learned how to write uh, papers of various lengths about novels, but I certainly did not learn how to cease limiting my own yeah, progress. Yeah, I mean, as some of us learned, like, how to read a Judith Butler text. Um, and some of us learned 
to outgrow behaviors that limit our progress as people, you know? Yes. Different strokes. It's basically, basically the two things college are for, is for. Um, and he loves, uh, his ideal date would be filled with meaningful conversation, delicious cocktails, and a nightcap at home getting cozy over a movie and s- movies and snacks. This is a very basic date. It is also my favorite kind of date. Um, I certainly don't want to go mini golfing with you or skydiving as some other people suggest in the course of these bios. To me, this is just like a nice adult date. Good restaurant, have a nice cocktail, head home in a reasonable hour. Great date. My only red flag is that his idea of a romantic gift is a handwritten letter. You don't like a handwritten letter? No, okay, handwritten card. But I'm like confused. I'm like, did he write like a does he mean a card on like an occasion or does he mean like but to me okay i so, think a handwritten letter makes me nervous for what it could signal on the see, show what it could signal on the show specifically like in life i guess that's nice we see but, so much worse there are several men where it's hinted that there will be a poem yeah no that obviously poetry is much worse but i think that i was scared that i was like oh no is this gonna turn into like a really overwritten like scrapbook uh to katie talking about their entire journey you know what honestly it's been a while i miss the scrapbook haven't seen it for a few seasons okay, bring it maybe, back you know that's what? my position maybe it's time maybe it's time you know i, what? I feel like we conjured right. we conjured right. a post scrapbook world and i miss it you know there have been no like fairy tales starring the lead written by one of the final three um and I thought I didn't need that stuff, but now that it's gone, you know what? I don't know, it all feels a little empty. Yeah, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? We need them uh, to you do can more also, art. You can really tell this guy is is from New York City because he hates exorbitantly overpriced restaurants. It's like you've he's you in the wrong live place, in, yeah, buddy. You live in a city where you encounter this. These restaurants, they need to pay their rent. You know, if we learned anything during COVID, it should be. That's what, true. Actually, I'll give margin. all my money to the restaurants. I just want them <laughs> yeah. to stay alive. I was literally donating money to restaurants yeah, over the past year. Um, he loves to attend the occasional rave. He loves Japanese and Korean R&B. So he's a music guy. And he finds joy hitting the open road on a motorcycle. Um. Which we already know from his helmet hair situation, um, but there—if you want to see a lot of photos of Brandon on a motorcycle, they are They're on available. Instagram. <laughs> um, next is Brendan, a firefighter trainee from Toronto. Um, his photo—he's got that sort of like pointy head, white grin, like white dude look. That to me is like the bad boyfriend in a teen rom com. Or, like, the bad crush that she has to get over in order to be with her, you know, less snobby, nice friend who doesn't have a family boat that he takes out on the lake. However, he's also a firefighter trainee. And as we know from Hallmark movies, the firefighters are... He's good. They're they're the earthy, salt of the earth, good guys. Look, he's a firefighter from Toronto, which... It, it confounds the vibe of the photo. It, it's, you know, it makes me feel more positively about him. Just the fact that he's Canadian. It, <laughs> I mean, I was wondering, like, are they going for, like, the next, like, Kevin Went, 
who is like a real hit, obviously. And he he has a very different look from Kevin, but the the similar background. But I mean, the firefighter and the Canadian from Ontario thing. Yes, similar background. Um, I don't know. I can't wait to see uh, Brendan Brendan's character unfold. I hope that he won't be wearing a baby yellow V neck in many of the scenes. I don't think it's the look I'd give him if I were choosing. Um, and his bio is pretty, pretty unexceptional. Except he, he hates vegetables. He hates vegetables. All of them. Okay, I genuinely have a friend who feels the same way. And it's like, listen, we all know people concerning. like this and we all worry about them. It's yeah, one of the things we talk about insides. when you guys aren't around. We're like, <laughs> when is Janice going to start eating vegetables? We want her to live past her 40th birthday. I mean, I had my my high school prom date did not eat vegetables. vegetables. And I learned this because he went to another school. We had never, like, eaten a meal together before prom. I was going to so say, did you go to, like, a nice dinner? We all went out to dinner with my friends. Like, no vegetables for me. He did not eat any. He, and I was like, are you going to eat your vegetables? And he was like, I'm opposed. He's like, I'm opposed full time. <laughs> I was actually. born to be a mom. Um, I was like, are you going to eat your vegetables? And he was like, no, I don't eat vegetables. I hate them. But I drink V8 juice. So oh, it's fine. No. And I was like, oh, honey, no. I don't think that that's the same as eating vegetables. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I don't eat vegetables or fruit, but I take vitamins. Like, those are different things. And you certainly do not get all the nutritional benefit from a V8 juice that you would get from eating broccoli. But anyway, we're projecting a lot onto Brendan. Maybe he forces himself to eat vegetables for his health. And in that case, we'd have to respect him. Um he also uh, loves being clean and organized. He hopes to find someone who feels the same. Um, listen, if you can find a man who will do the cleaning, that could be a really good trait, you know? Well, is he going to do the cleaning or is he Or is he, he going to be like, it's not clean shame. enough in here? Yeah, is he going to shame the, the woman question. for not cleaning? Because that's different. <laughs> uh, one day he hopes to take the love of his life swimming with sharks. You could, I mean, I'm not sure why he considers that to be a specifically romantic activity. Um, but I do Look. hope that he gets to go swimming with sharks with or without Katie. Um, he is not a good dancer, but it doesn't stop him from tearing up the dance floor like, like most, that. like most people. His favorite sport is hockey. I mean, uh, very he Canadian. Is, he is from Canada. Uh, so, uh, let's move on to Christian 26. <laughs> Another 26-year-old. He's a real estate agent from Boston. I think I just have, like, like I have a visceral aversion to men named <laughs> Christian. Like, as you know what's funny? As- it, like, has never – the name had, like, it never has registered to me as being, like, anything other than just a name for most of my life. And then someone at one point made a comment about someone named Christian that was, like, obviously they're, like, from a Christian background. And yeah. I was like, oh, right. Like, yeah, I imagine as, you as don't get a lot of Jew, Jewish I'm people. All, I've, like, I've always been attuned. Christian. I'm like, like this is his name's Christian, and he's from Boston. Like, we are, we're not gonna be the same. <laughs> That's how you know that we live in like an extremely like Christian society. That like it never even occurred to me that that signified anything outside of just standard name. human name. Um, 
very yeah when it's like literally the name of the religion um he uh you know i think he's cute i looked at his instagram i haven't i like that he's but he used to wear his hair shorter i like that he's embracing the curl yeah Yeah, he's embracing the curl i think it's a good look for him um and he is obsessed with his family and his parents he just wants to meet a woman who will love them just as much as he does, which is, seems like a tall that's, order. Yeah, I was like, that's a lot. He's like, that's... my parents will be our best friends. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for you to devote your life to them. Um, his parents have been married since their early 20s, so, you know, that's going to be his big selling point. Please oh, yeah, marry me. Like, my parents I... have been married for a long time. <laughs> I want a marriage just like theirs. <laughs> That's what, that's what every like I've never quite understood why people want to hear that because you know I love my in-laws very much they're wonderful almost as much as Greg does probably but do I want a marriage exactly like like I don't think there's anyone's marriage that I want to model it's, mine on because you're but not I the certainly same don't person. want my it's partner being like we are going to have the same relationship as as these two because it, it to me it it's sort of speaks weird. of like we're imposing my family's template on our family like anything you're bringing from your family like I hope it it's fits in with what here. I'm bringing yeah no, yeah it's, it's really odd to be like I have a specific template and I'm just trying to like fit a person into it who's I don't really care who they are what they want what like quirks they bring what family history they have like the important thing here is that you be able to essentially like be the same as my mom slot in yeah well and i'm i feel like i'm projecting a lot on christian but this is just such a common (laughs) this is a common bachelor thing and it always rubs me a little bit the wrong way um and it's not christian specific it's not yeah and i get it it also is like kind of a youthful thing like he's he's 26 so he's not like a child but it's sort of like oh i grew up in a you know, with a marriage that was really like beautiful and in that and I sense, want that too. like I want that. Like I, that's yeah, that's a lovely sentiment. But when but. they ha- when they harp this much on their family, I'm always like, well, it's good that you love your family, but have you separated from them at all yet? Right. Like, are we going to be seeing them every day? Are you going to be setting hours aside for phone calls with your mom every day? Are you going to be like, well, my mom always X when I don't do X. <laughs> Um, that's, that's always like something I'd want to keep an eye on. Um, and he has sold over $25 million worth of real estate properties. I don't know if that's a lot. I I don't know. It sounds, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot, I guess. Congrats, Christian. He loves parades, which like. No one loves parades. No one loves parades. I don't trust this guy. Um, he dreams of driving the Batmobile one day, uh. He used to wear a faux hawk. I I want pictures of this. I can't lie. I need to see that. And he has fought in mixed martial arts bouts. I did not see that coming. Look. Christian contains multitudes, Claire. I mean, this is what we're learning. <laughs> and I guess we'll see on the show. The whole point of the bachelorette bio photo aesthetic is to, like, scrub away anything that might look like, oh, yeah, this dude fought in mixed martial arts bouts. <laughs> so, of course, I was like, they all look very, like, this guy is going to sell you a residential software. real estate yeah. plot or software. <laughs> He's wearing a company blazer, and he, like, is not going to do anything aggressive at all. Um, but apparently... Uh, He's violent beneath the surface, so 
Next, we have Cody, who is a zipper sales manager from San Diego. Handsome surfer with a six-pack. But he is a romantic gentleman at heart. Aren't they all? Yeah, as they all are. Um, He wants to achieve his dream of owning a home by 30. So I guess he's really been cutting back on the avocado toast purchases. I would hope. You know. He's a a young millennial, so I hope he's learned – that's true. From, from the our failures errors. of the geriatric <laughs> millennials, um, uh, of which I've I identify. I don't know if I technically am, but I no, Claire. I, we're we're just we're we're just. I'm gonna uh, proactively. I'm gonna proactively identify as a geriatric millennial. I feel like it. <laughs> we're fits we're with middle. We're in soul. fact middle aged millennials. I think <laughs> middle aged millennials, um, and he is looking for someone to look past his exterior and see what he's about inside. Someone who wants to own a home and is romantic. I love when they're like, I want someone to look past my exterior of like a hot, shredded, handsome (laughs) surfer. Because like, I just, I I hate to be like seen as really desirable and handsome. It's really hard for me. It's hard. A handsome surfer with a six pack. No one would ever assume from how handsome I am that I also want to own a home by 30. But that's <laughs> and also who I am. love watching the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I would guess e- that from his and experience. eagle scouting. <laughs> I'm like, again, I don't think Cody and I would be a, a good match. He's not a good cook, but he swears he is a master on the grill. This, oh, no. This is just like a masculine like checklist. Eagle <laughs> yeah. scout, master on the grill. This really I is like cooking. masculinity mad libs. He's like, Put some meat on the grill. But that's really why we have to it. push past that to know that he's also a romantic gentleman, he which has nothing would... to do with masculinity. But don't worry. He also would love to be a cowboy in the wild, wild west. Big fan of Manifest Destiny over here. Yeah, I would say that uh, Cody has some like unlearning to do. <laughs> a, a he's little... still doing the work, Claire. I think he's still doing. He, he needs to do some work. Um it is funny how, like, I feel like even, like, a few years ago, I wouldn't have blinked at Cowboy. And now I'm, like, settler colonialism. <laughs> like, there's just been so much more discourse around and education and awareness. Um, and next is Connor B. He is a math teacher. I, I just I don't know why, but I'm He's like 29. Oh, I like that. I love love to see. Did you look at his here. Instagram? I didn't. He is, is also upsetting? he is also a spin instructor and a musician. Who can find the time? I'm like honestly, he tries to come off as less exhausting than, for example, Austin. But I was similarly quite exhausted. Like his his Instagram is all like spin class like sessions and here's my new ep and also like here i am oh, at no. field day because i'm an oh, eighth grade d- math oh, of course teacher he's a musician he's he lives in nashville, nashville yeah everyone it's just is, teaching I mean, it's, math until he makes it big as a country honestly artist. to have that's too many jobs like it makes me concerned about what they're paying our teachers if it were just like the music thing Sure, right, like a that's, teacher and that's a, a passion but you project. Also, have to also be... teaching spin class. Yeah, it's a lot. My God, um, he has a master's degree in medical physics and has worked as a nuclear engineer. Well, I mean, they kind of write around this in a suspicious way. He has a resume that includes nuclear engineer as a job title. Very bizarre way to put it. <laughs> Makes it sound like he was definitely not a nuclear engineer. Um, 
And he, oh my God, on his Instagram, one of the things that I saw is he and his sister, and I think his dad, did a little like living room concert covering uh, that song, like, I belong with you. You belong with me, my sweet heart. Oh, ho, hey, right, the Lumineers. Um, and I was just like, wow, there's like so much theater kid energy in this, which in I this personally right now. like a lot. So I might be <laughs> a comic fan. We'll see. Me. <laughs> um, and he describes his ideal partner as genuine, kind, socially accepting, and open-minded. And he love wants that. someone who will love his family as much as he does. Clearly, they're very close. I really like that his only deal breaker is a woman who doesn't respect waiters. Sounds like he and Katie already have oh something God. major in yeah. common. That part is dumb. But I think that's actually a really good deal breaker. No, that's a good and a common one because I think it's yeah. something that you see on a date. That- yeah, right. It shows up early and you're mm-hmm. like, that is a turnoff and indicates some things that... I yeah. don't want in my partner. Exactly. Um, definitely, definitely smart for him to keep an eye on that. And now, like, my version of that is, like, how much do you tip on your delivery? Yes. You know? Um, and he loves dressing up. He owns his own tux. Reminds me of some guys I went to college with. He claims he can eat cereal faster than anyone. I don't even know where you would get that. Has he been timing himself? Also, like, how would they extract that from him? Like, <laughs> is there a section on the questionnaire that's like, what's something that you can do better than anyone else? And he was I like, guess. eat cereal Probably. faster. <laughs> Probably. I can't imagine how that tidbit came well, to light. I hope it comes up on the show. I hope there's a cereal eating contest. Will he prevail? It absolutely will <laughs> not happen. Um, Next, we have Connor C., A former baseball player from Costa Mesa, California. He's 28. He's an athletic stud with a Midwestern heart of gold. Whoever wrote these bios. People in the Midwest. Everyone from the Midwest. Everyone's good in the Midwest. But like a a handful of them are described as studs. And like whoever, whatever intern wrote these bios, like really likes the word stud. I mean, when you're talking about being worthy of Katie's heart, the question is is this person a stud? You know, the words, the more that you like think about the word stud, the more like a little gross. (laughs) Um, I remember when I was single once, one of my friends like used that word when like describing like or like indicating that like I needed to meet someone. And like I was just like, now I don't want to date. That makes me (laughs) uncomfortable with the idea of dating. Um, But uh, Connor, you know, former baseball player. He's originally from Oklahoma, and he dreams of moving there to settle near his family. No, thank you. So that seems like right up Katie's alley. Um, Uh, And also is very intent on raising his family in the church. So he's Which church? It doesn't say. Well, one can only assume. (laughs) There's only a handful of, of acceptable churches in Bachelor Land, usually the evangelical church if you're a white person so it, listen, um, it, it could be his last name i think is costello could be catholic could be catholic he dreams of building a life with his wife by his side he's building a life she's there she's there she's she exists yeah he, he'll build the life she'll all she has to do to is him. move to oklahoma just, move to, just oklahoma. be there move to oklahoma go to church he'll build the life that's all you need to know 
honestly, that's like compared to the the ones who are like, she needs to help me build my legacy. I'm like, at least with Connor, I wouldn't have to do <laughs> He's anything. He's taking some initiative. <laughs> um, he his fun facts are really scraping the barrel here. He shares a birthday with Matthew McConaughey. That's meaningless. Like. They're only 365 days in the year. I don't like, know. I mean, I used to always tell people, like, I have the same birthday as Harry Potter. So. It's... Yes. How old were you? 14? I don't, who can say? Claire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what you're saying is you still tell people this I tell now. people that every time I meet them. It's the first thing I, I say. Hi, my name's Emma. I share a birthday with Harry Potter. Well, okay. Here's character. what I'm going to say. That's embarrassing for you. But yeah, also, at the same time, Harry Potter's birthday is kind of like a significant thing within the realm of a very significant cultural property. Who knows what Matthew McConaughey's birthday is? That's or true. Cares. I have no idea and I do not care. Not relevant. Yeah. Um, growing also, up, ugh. he loved puka shell necklaces. Why would you share that? Um, you need to bury that. <laughs> yeah, burn those. Bury that deep down. He loves breakfast burritos and blueberry pancakes. Who doesn't? Who, who doesn't? Like... I'm sure there were more interesting things they could have pulled out of this. Again, well, like where they just like there's nothing fun in this bio. Yeah, maybe he's let's Google his birthday and see who shares it. He just loves church and Oklahoma, Claire. I don't have high hopes. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, our adventure through the wilderness of cast bios will continue. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I've thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every component of the planning process. It would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Are you one of those people who thinks they don't have time to prioritize wellness? If so, Aloe Moves is here to change your whole mindset. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flower class that will fit your whole schedule, even if your schedule is very complicated and ever-changing like mine is. And their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day, which is so convenient. They've got award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, HIIT classes, or reformer Pilates workouts. Truly, truly have it all. Because you can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quieter moments. I am one of those people who really struggles to prioritize wellness I did before I had kids, and now it's 
even harder because you're always doing pickup or drop off. You're making a lunch. You're like dealing with some need that your children have or you're working. And Allo Moves allows me to just fit those workouts in in those spare moments, when I find myself with an extra 30 minutes of time, I can do a yoga class. I can do something that gets my heart rate up. And it really works with my lifestyle. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code LTSI20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code LTSI20. Allomoves.com code LTSI20. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like, I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into, like, their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible, like, neoprene weekender bag, and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines. Just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz, and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. 
tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should, learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 8.30 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks and... It's been really helpful because my French is not good, but now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Let's move on to David, who is from Nashville. He's very cute, great smile. He manages to look a little uh, less terrible, I think, in his this is one of the better photos. Yeah, one of the It looks photos. more like him than most yeah, of the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did look at his Instagram, and it was, like, yeah. more similar. He is 27. He's a uh, first-generation American. His parents are Jamaican, and he was born and raised in New York. In New York. And so he recently moved to Nashville. They're very they're very fast and loose with this. Like, sometimes the, the place listed is their hometown, and sometimes it's the place they live now. There's no consistency. No. Um, but he now works in tech sales in Nashville. And he's one of the few people who describes what kinds of what kind of woman he's looking for without mentioning her looks at all. <laughs> he's he looking for someone who's intelligent and, and su- driven quiet, to succeed. Quiet confidence, which I that's nice. Um he also says that New York City pizza is his favorite food, which like, yeah, solid choice. New York City pizza is great. And he was on the debate team. His favorite boy band is NSYNC. Again, this is a ripped from the bio thing uh, or from the questionnaire. But I was like, oh, David, you can stay. I like you. Sure. (laughs) Just based on that alone. Pizza debate and NSYNC. Sure. Uh, No, I totally would have been friends with him in high school. And that, I think, is the general vibe of his fun facts is like really great things to know about a 16-year-old. It's a pretty, pretty... Like, nothing really stands out about the bio to me. Like, I didn't really highlight anything. He just seems, like, Um, nice and normal. Yeah. Um, Kind of in contrast to Gabriel, a 35-year-old entrepreneur from Charlotte who loves the expression renaissance man and also describes himself as a renaissance man. I... I had such a visceral reaction to that uh, of horror. No, thank you. There's just... There's something so twee about being like I'm a Renaissance. Yeah, man. but also his outfit is is kind of twee. And also he's listed as an entrepreneur. However, um, a couple professional facts about Gabriel. In 2009, he was on a show called Make Me a Supermodel. So he would have been like 23 at the time. Um, 
And now it says he's an entrepreneur. I don't know why they wouldn't be more specific. He appears to be basically a photographer and freelance art director. Oh, that's um, actually cool. That's much better yeah, than entrepreneur. I guess he's an entrepreneur in the sense that like we're entrepreneurs or whatever. But like, you know what I mean? small business owners, Claire. <laughs> okay. He's a content creator. Yeah. Um, so his Instagram is lots of like arty photos of him, but also like mostly models that he's shooting. And he is, again, much cuter and less pompous looking yeah i need to look at his instagram because he there's like a vibe in his photo that i'm like that could actually be cute well what what we see i think here is like the bachelor aesthetic overlaying very weirdly on someone with a more like moody vibe like alt fashion vibe um, which is like kind of douchey in its own way, but it's not douchey in the bachelor world oh, way. He actually, yeah, he actually is. It's very it's like self serious photographer. It's, it's like um, douchey in the like I went to art Basel kind of way. Right. Yes, one hundred percent. Or like douchey in the like approaching a hot woman at a party and being like, I'm a photographer and I'd love to, to shoot, shoot you. you. Sometime. <laughs> Um, you know, there's a little, a little bit of that, but, uh, when you take that and like crunch it into a, like a bachelor photo, you're just like, what is this? Why is he wearing a turtleneck under his blazer? Um, I'm concerned that he doesn't understand the concept of athleisure. Like Gabriel, we've been in a pandemic. Try harder, Gabriel. Try harder. Also, he believes that people should respect elegant styles of the past. And you know what, Gabriel? I do respect them. And I respect that their era has ended. (laughs) And that doesn't mean... That's not a lack of respect that I've moved on. I want to know, like, which... A form of respect. Which eras, like, which past styles is he... Does he need us to respect, like... He's like, I just don't like the way things are today. I want to go back to a simpler golden time. The 1950s. No. Um, yeah, not specific enough. Looking at his clothes, I would guess, uh, you know, I would I would say he, he probably is is into sort of the, the classic 20th century, you yeah. know, like 1920s to, to 1950s sort of wear a suit, you know? I mean, he just um, wears a lot of, like, linen button-ups per his Instagram. I don't know. This is not Translating the elegant styles of the past to the fashions of today. He loves to play tennis. Oh, of course he does. I bet he wears little tennis outfits, like the little, like, old-fashioned, like, country club, like, white shorts. Sean Connery is his favorite James Bond. And uh, he says, in his perfect world... He and his future wife will grow together and never stop unpeeling each other's layers. I don't know. I feel weird about that for some reason. It's just like. It's very sensual. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Garrett. Garrett is 29. He is a software marketing manager from Salinas, California. Guys, I think that The Bachelor has made me, like, really nervous around anyone named Garrett. They don't have a great track record. That's fair. Um, I don't want to hold it against Garrett. I know. I'm trying not to. It's, but it's, it's hard. It's like a it's visceral all, reaction. It's some context for us. Yeah. He grew up in a small town where ranch life, barbecues, and baseball were the backdrop like of this his childhood. sounds a little bit like Garrett. Sounds Garrett-y. Garrett-y. That's okay? a very Garrett-y yeah. background. Um, 
now he is dedicated to his career in marketing. His whole life is dedicated to his career in marketing. He does which at, me. at least want a woman who's a critical thinker, um, which is ungarity. That's true. Um, and he wants someone caring and intelligent. You know, that's not shallow. I respect that. He loves being romantic by going to his favorite steakhouse and having a cozy time at home with some good wine. You know what? I can think of worse dates. He's a YOLO type of guy, but take note, he's very loyal and looking for a wife, not a one-night stand. At the end of the day, Garrett is looking for something that lasts forever and dreams of sitting down next to his wife, holding her hand, and looking gratefully at the beautiful family they've built together. I, at this point, I highlighted it and wrote, this is the most protest too much bio I've ever read. Like, why would we even be thinking that he wants a one night stand? He's literally on a marriage competition show. And instead, it's like every line is like, Garrett. Like, don't even worry. Don't even worry. He, <laughs> Garrett, fine. he wants to share his wife with yeah. a, his life with a woman, a wife forever, permanent. He definitely wants to sit down and look at his wife and be like, I'm so glad we got married. Um, makes me suspicious about what we'll see from Garrett. He has a five-year-old German shepherd named Archer. He wants to climb to the summit of Mount Everest. And he is not a fan of tangy foods. Well, this what is What would a problem. you say is a... I don't know. This is a... I, I, tangy. It's like sour What would you say things. is a tangy food? Like a margarita is tangy. It's not really a food. Do you think he's saying here like that he amba. doesn't like margaritas? He doesn't like amba. Like the fermented mango sauce that goes... Mm. I'm just trying to imagine like what cat, what like what specific foods like a lot of citrus and uh, so he's like I don't like citrus are tangy maybe, which wouldn't work for me because I specifically really like tangy things. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I've been really enjoying rhubarb season, for example. Yeah, and I always like have the sugar that you put in a rhubarb recipe. Yeah, no, give me the whole sour. Like yeah, yeah, is the sourness. I I think that, like, normally, like, I know that tangy and sour are, like, kind of adjacent, but I would kind of expect you to say I don't like sour foods, if that's what you mean. Yeah, it's weird. I don't (laughs) don't don't know. I don't know. I want to hear about his thought process, but. Um, What I'm hearing is he has an unadventurous palate. Uh, Good for you. Uh, Greg, 27, is a marketing sales representative from Edison, New Jersey. I mean, we love Greg's from the New York City area. We do. So. I mean, I want to say for Greg here, uh, my husband, if he's listening, Greg is from New York. He's and from New York. No, very yeah. upset no, no, no. by no, no, the no, no, implication no. that he is he's from New from Jersey. He's not from Jersey. He's not. I, I, I expanded it to include both <laughs> Jersey and I look the, Greg's, the Jersey area. Greg's is a Queens slash Long Island boy. Let's just yes. establish that for the record. But this we do Greg live in New Jersey now. Is from, yeah, you live in New Jersey now, and this Greg is from New Jersey. So I'm just saying, there's some, and, and I and think I it's a think... compliment, because this Greg, very cute. And you know what? His bio photo is upsetting. Like, I was like, it's, ugh, His Instagram this guy. makes it clear he's much more attractive. You go to, this, you, this is one of the starkest differences it's, to me. I looked at his, very his photo, and I was kind of like, how did this guy get cast? I can't even describe what it is about his face. Like, what do they do to, like, slightly rearrange the features in a way that just, like, it's completely unappealing? But then you look at the Instagram and you're like, he has perfect bone structure. I don't know how they do it. It's very odd. He's super cute. But his bio is... Boring. Is not super exciting. There's not much in it. I actually think, like, could be 
sometimes that's a good sign. Like the quirkiest bios tend to indicate like this person might be they're going to sort burn. of like a character rather than right. a long-standing romantic interest. Greg on the other hand, you know, he's, he's like, like I'm not afraid to admit that I cry. I like his bio is just the like world. it's like, a it's a slapped it's like all of the the most average bachelorette bio except traits he wants to together get at least six it, children except he at wants least. six kids at least at, at least, least six you could always do more is he going to birth them that's like does he plan to birth them you know some women want six kids or that's more true. i i've and not I heard he again finds... i haven't heard katie say this but maybe <laughs> neither have i you know, I don't know if Katie's one of them. Also, like, I do think if you're planning to have a huge family, it is kind of hard to start that that's in your what 30s. I, that's what like, I was if you're say, like, like, you're just meeting your person at 30 and you're going to, like, date them and then you're going to have a wedding. Like, you're, you're like, all right, 32, like, time to start having six plus yeah, children. You're, you're like, I am literally going to be pregnant straight through into my early 40s like what i don't know it's a lot it's a big yeah, commitment it's, it's a lot it's a lot of kids um and yeah but like that's the only thing like everything else is just like greg is the full package he's handsome he's vulnerable he wants to settle down he's a hopeless romantic he loves doing active things i'm just saying this bodes well he's for close greg. to his family this bodes yeah, well but, for like, greg i can't and his see katie signing up for six plus kids i mean no, maybe, I, I would maybe love that's it negotiable. if she threw us that maybe ball. that's negotiable for him <laughs> We don't know yet. And uh, his biggest pet peeve is slow drivers. Again, no one likes slow drivers. Uh, He dreams of seeing LeBron James play basketball in person. Sounds achievable. I hope that happens for him. (laughs) This is a very just like bland and yes, possibly positive bio. Uh, Next up is Hunter. Hunter is 34. He's a software strategist from Houston. And he's a single father. Yes, he is the first single father, I there think, to two. pop up. There, there are two, two on this season. He has two amazing children who he lives to make happy. One is at least seven, based on his Instagram. He doesn't post about his kids, really, but um, it seems like one of them is around seven. And he is one of our resident romantics. Love uh, letters, mixtapes. I mean, he's just out here. Yeah, I gotta say, a lot of love letter appearances in this in this guys crop are writers, is what we're saying. <laughs> he uh, is looking for someone who is compassionate, witty, great at communicating, and someone who could love his kids as much as he does. That is very important. And uh, he is hoping to find someone to stare off into the stars with for the rest of his life. One of his favorite pastimes is people watching. I mean, same, I have to call out here. Same. It's written his favorite past space times. They need a copy editor for yeah, these. They the really number do. of That's very hilarious bad. typos is high. There, there, there's one sentence later where there are multiple typos to the point that it is comedy. Um, not Hunter's fault, but consider the copy editor as a career. Consider a role for a copy editor at your company, your production company, your TV network. They bring a lot of value. Um, he has never ridden a horse, but he really wants to. Maybe this will be his big break. And he has a pet parakeet named Zazu. Okay. This is, again, one a, a bio that I'm like, this guy could do pretty well. Like, this is a, a, a positive vibe with nothing, like, too weird in it. 
Yeah, I mean, it it all so much depends on whether Katie ultimately just like finds them attractive. But if she yeah. if she does, I could definitely see him getting an early date that goes well, but then he goes home like mid late season. Same. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he'll be final four. Or he would be, like, an Amanda Stanton situation where, like, she's like, oh, I can't bring you any further. We're so close, but you have kids, yeah. and I can't do that to you. This is actually, yeah. like, a terrible way to date if you have kids because then it's, like, you have to choose to marry them before you know if you and the kids get along, which, like – Or, like, ma- yeah, like, maybe they've – your kids have met them, like, one time for right. 30 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Like, not like, that I don't – Your new support- mother. <laughs> I support them coming on if they want. Like, I'm sure it's a great experience and, like, you get to – sort of have a sort of dating life for a, f- a few months, maybe that's not always predicated around getting babysitters, which is probably really relaxing. But uh, in terms of the logistics of getting engaged, um, the kids really throw a wrench in it. Uh, Jeff is 31. He is a surgical skin salesman from Jersey City. <gasps> oh, my God. He's your neighbor. He's your He's neighbor. He's my neighbor. Just, like, put a sign on your window and be like, are there Jeff any Colby. skin salesmen around? Do you live in my neighborhood? Jeff, I'm looking for you. <laughs> he comes from a big, loving Italian family. Uh, Jersey City is super Italian. And he is looking to find the love that his parents have. Just just a, another, another classic one of trope. He still finds time every weekend to mow his parents' lawn, do some laundry, and sit down for a big Italian dinner. Great. Who's going to do our yard work, Jeff? Me? No, thank you. <laughs> like, you have responsibilities at home. You're 31. Like, you know, I have my limits. Um, no, I love that. I, I love the closeness to the family, but that sounds like a full day. I'm that's just a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's like 50% like, of like, your like, weekend look, right Mom, there. I'm hiring someone to do your yard work so you never have to work. <laughs> I'll come do your yard work once a month. That yeah. seems like plenty. Um, now, here's a sentence that I need to read in full. When he's not chowing down on a plate of his mom's home-cooked meal, Jeff is dealing with his clients both in and out of the operating, where Jeff works as an artificial skin sales rep. The operating... There's so much, so much for a copy editor to do here. <laughs> ABC, I beg of you. Um, uh, presumably, he works in the operating room. Yeah, as I, assume artificial the, I, I assume the word room is missing there. Yes, which is, you know, not too hard to fill in. I just want to advocate for more editors getting jobs. Um, and I do feel like some of the salesmen, like the zipper salesmen, the skin salesmen, they're like, we could say sales medical sales or we, or we could, could say you sell skin which <laughs> sounds fundamentally skin. creepy even though i understand it's like a real thing but it yeah like our society is completely our economy is totally driven by various kinds of salespeople for everything that you could possibly want to need um but i do find it just very interesting when they'll be like this guy is a photographer an artist but we're going to call him an entrepreneur extremely blandify that and this guy is a medical sales rep and we're going to specifically call him a skin salesman um that suggests to me that he's not going to go super far i was just gonna say like i don't think he's gonna go that far because it's like a weird it's a weird profession um that never bodes well also clearly there was a question on the questionnaire (laughs) that is like how would you (laughs) describe yourself as a lover which is like (gasps) 
fucking weird that they even it's included weird. that. Um, and Jeff calls himself an exceptional one, which I guess it's like what. Like, like, what are you gonna? What say? are you gonna say? Like, I'm bad. Like, I have like, no either a bunch of these guys. Skills. Either a bunch of these guys with no prompting and out of context are just like. By the way, I would describe myself as an amazing lover, or they said, "Please describe yourself as a lover." And then they were like, "He's like, I guess exceptional, exceptional." Gonna put that in his a bio plus. as if that says anything about him. No one thinks they're a bad lover, and even if they do, they're not going they to are put not it in. Say it. They're not gonna they're say. Like, it. I advertise myself as a really ungenerous Mediocre. lover <laughs> to <laughs> all of my potential partners. Describe yourself as a lover. I'm really all about me. You know. <laughs> also, just like I don't particularly want to hear the word lover in no, these bios not at it just, all they could just leave that question out next time it's as liz lemon would say it really bums me out unless it's between the words meat and pizza like not to be sex negative um but like i just the word makes me uncomfortable <laughs> um and if he could have any other job he would be a cia agent it's either skin sales rep or CIA okay, well, agent. It's good to have multiple interests. <laughs> He's never met an animal that didn't love him. So I'm jealous of this because I'm very always stressed that animals won't like me and you that it will tell that the people it, around me will will know that I'm a bad person. Um, you might just give off like a nervous energy that translates to the animals. Well, th- here's the thing. Usually they do like like I rarely had an animal like take against me. <laughs> But I wouldn't say that I'm confident about my effect. You're not like every animal will love me. Right. I don't go into a situation with that confidence. No, like I desperately want them all to love me, which means some of them, some personalities of animals are not down. Yeah. Too desperate for their affection. Oh, yeah. It's like when people try to hang out with our cat and they try to treat her like a dog and they're like, hey, buddy. And they try to like rub her neck. She's like, no. She's like, no, thank you. That's not for me. Um, she has, has to approach you, you know? Yeah. See, that's that's bad for me. I need I need to yeah. be able to. I want, like, the St. Francis yeah. of Assisi vibe, you know, where it's like, I don't ever, like, come on strong to the animals. But for some reason, they just find me. <laughs> you know, they're hovering around me in a halo at all times. And people look at me and they're like, she must be so pure of soul for the it's animals the, the snow to want to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or Cinderella, basically. Yeah. Dis- all of the, the Disney, Disney princess propaganda all with animals. has sunk so far into my brain. Um, and John, 27. John is 27. A he bartender. Is from Pacific Beach, California. And he's also studying to get his pilot's license. Hey, oh, you got a pilot here. He's He's like a really nice smile. It's very smiley. He's very um, smiley. But I'm like, oh. Hi, John. You seem nice. Like, the word clean cut just, like, emerges in my mind when I look at him as if, like, from God, that word is... Like, he just has such clean cut vibes. Like, the hair is very perfectly, like, tidy and combed. He's got that perfect white grin that's, like, perfectly grin-shaped. It's the most, like, grin-shaped grin I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like someone, like, took a, a just stock photo... Of a grin. Of a grin and, like, pasted it on this man's face. <laughs> I could guess that mouth um, from a mile away if I were going to pull an Ashley Feinberg. Um, <laughs> our, yeah, our friend has a 
fantastic newsletter in which she has a running a running game. The mouths are never that appealing. No, they're much less appealing. This is like a dental advertisement. Um, he is also a big thrill seeker. He loves going to EDM shows, oh, surfing, John, jumping I, out of planes. Until I read EDM, I was like, oh, this guy, yeah. I would date him. And then I was, no. Uh, yeah. Um, I do like know burritos, though. And he would just love to find a woman to share a burrito with. It's hard to come by. I love the way that this is framed as <laughs> John is also romantic. He would love to share a burrito with a woman. Yeah, Nothing what's more romantic, romantic than me. that? But what more if I want my like own full burrito? Like, what if I can't settle for half? That's not very romantic. <laughs> it's true. Love is selfless. Love shares. Plus, Love you don't want to be bloated. Always sharing a burrito. You don't want to be bloated when he's ready to show you what kind of. What you're saying he is, is you don't want to be too full to fuck. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he uh, is a vegetarian. He loves the smell of fireplaces. If you've never had a kiwi berry, he wants you to Google them and eat one immediately. Thank you. More people should use these questionnaires as a space to give me personally product recommendations. Yeah, I did, in fact, Google it. And they, they're they so cute. Uh, I assume it's related to a kiwi, which are yeah, it's like Yeah, it's like a little grape. Tangy. A kiwi is tangy. It's like a little grape that you like, cut open. It's like a little kiwi. Hmm. Like, that sounds appealing. I would <laughs> like to eat that. He thinks swing dancing is so much fun. I feel like there would just be tons of energy just, like, radiating off this guy. And here's what I know about me. I can tolerate about 20 minutes of that. <laughs> yeah, and be I like, would be like, like I need I'm a so nap. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm tired vicariously. For, like, I'm tired on your behalf. You're fine. Like, you still have tons of energy. But me, I'm drained because of how much energy you're putting off. Um... Can Katie handle it? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Josh. Josh, 25, IT consultant from Miami. Another pretty uneventful bio. (laughs) Except there's no other way to put it. Josh loves hard and there's really no other way to put it. Please try. (laughs) I don't like to read that. That upsets me. Any other way. I assume that this is meant to indicate that when he falls, he just is all in like he he loves with everything but like josh loves hard is <laughs> it's a lot it's a it's it's a sentence those are three words i just can't handle at the beginning of yeah, the, the rest is fairly benign you know he wants ambition and adventure and he loves family and like wants to show his future wife and children unconditional love. Like, yeah, this all sounds good. One of these um, days, someone is going to come in and be like, I don't want to spend too much of our time around family. You know? Like, <laughs> my childhood was plenty. Frankly, I would respect that. It would be like a bold, a bold choice. Yeah. Like, uh, just show me that you've you've moved on with your life. You know? If like, you're with Josh... You also have to start celebrating Christmas in October, which is like one of my least favorite. I feel mixed about it because like the advertising of it feels very aggressive. And I'm like, we haven't even done Thanksgiving yet. Like we just did. We haven't even done Halloween yet. Like it's too much. On the other hand, I do enjoy and support expanding the, the season of terrible Hallmark holiday movies. That can be expansive. 
the good news is that there is no seasonal limitation. You know, there are movies that will be like June wedding. And the theme is like, ever since I was a child, I've loved June. You know, <laughs> instead of like Christmas, like they change it. This is Haley. Haley's played by Lacey Chabert. <laughs> and Haley is obsessed with June. She needs to get married in June. But uh-oh, another June is rolling around and she's single. How is she going to finally get her June wedding? You know the drill. Like, so in a way, you don't need the Christmas season to expand for that. That is, that is But there are elements of the Christmas season that I support keeping around, in my opinion, maybe not in October, but like keeping them around all winter. And I'm talking about just like evergreen uh, garlands with with white little fairy lights in them. I think it makes more sense to, in fact, expand the Christmas season in the other direction. Yes, like, I agree it, like, with that. Winter is a misery. Give us some more stuff for January and February. Why do we need to start? October is a lovely time. Sometimes it's still warm here. Fall is gorgeous. Go upstate, take a hike. Like, no. Yeah, enjoy autumn. Sometimes autumn yeah, has barely like, started by that right, point, thanks exactly. to global warming. We don't need to jump the gun to winter. Like, winter extends for an interminable amount of time you're absolutely right and you know what i think that often we've solved it is what i'm saying we've solved I it think that- josh we've done it better than you you're wrong i just the thought that like you're slogging through the worst part of winter and then they're like finally a holiday and it's valentine's day like come on like we can yeah. do better for the people who are do suffering. better um he has to sleep on the right side of the bed okay buddy like huh. learn to compromise uh, Justin is 26. He is an investment sales consultant. Another variation of sales. Yeah. I love a fellow Maryland guy. So, And he is also an extremely talented painter. So I did check out his art on Instagram. It's it's good. It's not it's not necessarily like, my taste. Like I wouldn't purchase it, but it is if I was well decorating ex- my home. But it's like he clearly has skills. He is talented. Yeah, and I would say that if you were hoping to see, for example, him gift the Bachelorette with a portrait of her in which her butt is, like, turning into a rose or something of that nature, I would say that could happen, you know, and check out some of his art, and I think that you'll agree. I get very nervous I'm seeing some very sensual portrait of Katie coming out of this. Oh, God. Well, I get very nervous when anyone promises um, to... Like promises to bring like a a painting of someone as a gift because I don't know if you know this Claire but um, our former producer Caitlin actually once got a truly horrifying portrait of herself um, on a big birthday from a now ex ex boyfriend um, that she recently refound and like every time she shows it to me it's like once a year. It's so startling and upsetting. I'm going to need to see this. It's very I, upsetting. And it's like, just don't do that. Just don't it's, do not do a portrait of someone. It's also, I'm like, what What does it what say? They, uh, what does it say about me that you think I want I a want portrait this. of myself? Yeah, it's a very bizarre gift. Don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Like, even, even if you're a very, uh, quote, extremely talented painter. And like, even if it's an incredible portrait, if it's really, if people come into my home and there is a a painting of me hanging over the mantle, they're going to make some assumptions about me that I do not want them to make. Yeah, it's just so, what, on many levels, it can go very wrong. Just, like, don't. But don't. I do hope he does a portrait of Katie where 
her butt is turning into a rose because <laughs> that would just that's, that's what I'm looking would, for from this season. That. His favorite artist is Basquiat, which, you know, respect. Uh, yeah. Not a bad choice. I was concerned that he does not like to dance separate sentence at all. Like that means he's not going to be he's like a nightmare wedding date. Like he's the date you bring to a wedding and then they like sit sullenly at the table and you feel like am I not allowed to have fun? Do I need to sit with you? Like you can be a terrible dancer. You can be like dancing's not like my number one favorite thing. But like you you, you got to dance a little bit. I wonder if he's like the kind of person who just can't handle being seen in public doing something badly. You know what? I I guess I am sort of that person too. Except um, about dancing. Except I will about dance. Dancing. I'll dance poorly. That's fine. And I'll and I'll do karaoke poorly. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I just feel like that's more like not a good group wedding day activity. Material. No one's like sitting there. Like I understand him being like, I don't want to like be quizzed on my dance. I don't want to be in a dance competition publicly. Well, he's come like, to the wrong place. That's actually true. Um, um, Carl. Next is Carl, 34. He is a motivational speaker. Always a red flag. Um, and in the past, he has never been able to make a long-term relationship work for for good because he was too busy giving motivational speeches to other people. That's concerning. Um, sometimes I just step back and I'm like, there is the fact that there are just like thousands of, of people tens of thousands probably, making a living, telling other people, like, you can do it, buddy. <laughs> I'm like, what does this say? Again, it is culture? a deep indictment of hustle culture. It's a deep indictment yeah. of the idea of, like, the individualism of our culture that, like, all you need is to shift your mindset and then you will succeed at anything. And that's often just, like, a way to dress up the fact that someone's going to encourage you to on how to make a lot of money. Yeah, well, so I was listening to the Kate Kennedy podcast about Rachel Hollis the other night, So, or the the three long episodes about Rachel Hollis, and so I've been really in this mindset of thinking about how crazy it is that there is a cottage industry of people being like, if you work hard, you can be successful like me, and it's like, but your job is telling me that if I work hard, I can be successful, so should I just start telling other people, if you work hard, you can be successful (laughs) like me? Claire, that's what this this podcast is going to turn into. (laughs) You can do it, guys. You can do it. Just... Shoot me a Venmo and I will. And I will tell you, tell you to get up to at 4 a.m. Just hustle. Hustle. Like me. Be miserable all the time as long as you succeed. Um, and Carl is the type of guy who will take you jet skiing on a date and then read you a poem he wrote himself. I mean, this is a nightmare. He was designed in a lab for this is a bachelorette date. Like it is. he's just like, I'm the kind of guy who will do exactly what you do on The Bachelorette. Yeah, production's gonna love him. Um, I'm concerned about how many handwritten letters and poems. Like, I want a few, but, like, gotta space it out. If the the bios are any indication, there will be too many. Um, He, his favorite holiday is New Year's Day because he loves the feeling of a fresh start. He loves to play chess. All right. And he speaks French. Um... That all seems fine. Yeah. Can't criticize that. Let's move on to Kyle, a 26-year-old, 26, of course, technical recruiter from Florida. 
Uh, he wants that rom-com kind of love that lasts that forever. That lasts forever. So I guess he means like he wants a woman who he really hates at first and she really hates him and then they quirkily overcome their differences. That's not that's not quite the energy that that being on the bachelorette requires. You have to you know, be obsessed with Katie from moment 1. This is the thing about I mean maybe it's the kind of rom-com where it's like you fall in love right away, but then there are obstacles, but like the bachelorette is always framed as a rom-com setting. It's not really. It's, it's not. nothing like a rom-com. But uh no, it's in fact marriage as sport. But it is the place that you go if you are obsessed with rom-coms because you can't make a rom-com happen in your life. The closest you can come That's to true. forcing it is to go is to go on the bachelor. That's true. You do it does give you a good story if you're like we met on a reality show. <laughs> and he is looking for the princess to his prince charming. This guy consumes a lot of media and listen, I relate. He uh, idolizes Steve Irwin. His favorite flower is an orchid. Okay. Classy tastes. He hates mayo and mustard. (laughs) And he would love to be able to fly, so he never has to sit in traffic again. Again, this is clearly just from a questionnaire. Would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to be invisible? Landon. Um, Landon is 25. Basketball coach from Dallas. He's finally ready for marriage. After 25 long years, he is finally ready for marriage and children. He's been biding his time. He's been marinating until he was old enough to rent a car. And he's finally there. Uh, His priorities in life have changed from what they were before, which were different. Unclear how. And now he wants to find his soulmate more than anything. Um, he is a strong lover. I don't know what that means, and I also don't particularly want to know. I don't know it's if Landon like, knows what that means. Yeah. Like, they were like, describe yourself as a lover, and he was like, strong? Strong. I guess. He's, his nickname is Sunshine, and he loves Justin Bieber. He's a loyal believer. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Listen, I'm happy for him. He loves Uno. He loves Settlers of Catan. A lot of a lot of gaming, uh, board game type uh, info in these. Someone else loves Monopoly. Um, I don't. I'm like sure that games, was a question. So that's a turn yeah, up I know. Personally. I know. I'm not a board game person either. Um, I and know Christmas lights love. make him happy. Same, I guess. Yeah, sure. Like I'm saying, make Christmas light season and longer. Less other Christmas stuff. Um, although, you know, now that I think about it, that's kind of a college dorm room vibe. Uh, Marcus is 30. He is a real estate agent from Portland. He also models. I mean, <laughs> as I found out by going to his Instagram. Yeah, you can't, I mean, look, you gotta have a side hustle. And when you're extremely hot, that side hustle is modeling. He is looking for someone who is smart, ambitious, and tidy. The, the second one. The perfect executive assistant. Dem- yeah, demanding <laughs> tidiness. It's true. This is like a, a, a you know, job This is – he's someone who's very aware that, like, being in a marriage means that you have a roommate that is very difficult to get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, he's not, not – He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> uh, he cannot be with someone who is happy sitting on their laurels all day. Someone who's been successful in the past, and now they're just like, 
Remember when I hit that incredible shot in that high school championship basketball game? I peaked there. Um, he loves Monopoly. Uh, and he's an amazing he lover. It's an amazing lover. <laughs> Quote, amazing. He, they put his in scare quotes for some reason. Um, he likes to have music playing at all times. He fears a world where soap does not exist. Like, funny. He's very I don't tidy. think that's. I think you're going to be okay. He would love to be Spider-Man for a day, even though he is terrified of spiders, which makes sense because they're kind of different, entail different things. And <laughs> yeah, I was he like, does he, is Angeles he aware? Lakers. Is he aware that Spider-Man actually only interacted with one spider? But is Just would the, it be worth it? You know, yeah, to, to have the abilities. Well, that if you're Spider-Man only him has. one day, I, I don't think you have to like be rebitten by the spider. Whatever. We need more details. 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 Uh, Marty's Marty. twenty-five. He's a, he dancer. a dancer from Reno. And his self-declared tagline is Marty brings the party. Frankly, that like vibe fits with his photos vibe. It has some like 80s <laughs> dance party like energy to me. Yeah, he's got kind of the the open neck tee and like thick chain, um, high top fade sort of hairstyle. And I I have to say, I think it was a little shady of the bachelor at to say that that's his self-declared tagline <laughs> um he loves cologne he loves watching movies indoors where it's safe uh and he loves horseback riding um he can't be with someone who spends more time staring at their phone screen than into his eyes but are you gonna date a boomer because i don't think anyone spends that yeah. much time staring and staring into directly into their partner's eyes it's like, like it's in fact it gets very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You don't want to like, make direct eye contact with someone for too long. Imagine like it gets years weird. go by, you have a couple kids, you're like 45. Every day you're staring into each other's eyes for an hour and a half. Oh my God, it's a nightmare. Um, and next is Michael, 36, who is a business owner from Akron. Michael is our other single dad. And he has a four-year-old named James. Uh, I looked Michael up. He is widowed. His wife died in 2019 of breast cancer. It's really sad. Uh, yeah, it's really, really awful. Um, and uh, when it comes to dating, he and his son are a packaged deal. Makes sense. And uh, a couple things gave me pause later in the bio, <laughs> not going to lie. He says his dream woman is not easily offended. Like, oh, no, you're going to make a lot of really bad, like, offensive jokes that you're going to be like, I'm just being edgy. Take a joke. He wants her to have a self-deprecating sense of humor. Is he just going to insult his partner? He's like, please insult yourself and be cool with it when other people insult you. Um, No, that's just the kind of thing that when people put in, I'm always like, have you dated a lot of women where you were offending them all the time? Well, exactly. Um, He does want a woman who stands up against ignorance, which I fully support. I want to see, like, where things break with with Mike. Like, sometimes you read a bio. You're like, this could really go either way. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I see some red flags, but then they turn out to to seem pretty great. Sometimes, Sometimes it goes the other way. He likes um, 90s R&B, which, like, yeah. He yeah. prefers the mountains over the beach. Um, okay. Relevant, if you want to know where your family is going to vacation. True. And he makes a mean plate of dino nuggies. There's that classic dad content that we know and love. Yeah, I mean, look, we love a good 
dad joke. So. I do think it's like, <laughs> this is like so dumb in a way, but imagine like a single mom being like, I I make prepackaged chicken nuggets for my kids. Oh my God. That would he, not be the fun fact. It would not it would be make cute. her look it would like a bad not, mom. It would not be cute at all. They'd be like, you don't buy organic produce and make everything from scratch. How dare yeah, you? It's disgusting, really, yeah. when you think about it. It's uh, But it's healthy for kids when it's dad's doing it. Um, my- personally, I think everyone should be able to feed their children dino nuggies, for the record. Um, <laughs> Mike is 31. He is a gym owner from San Diego. He uh, used to play professional baseball, of course. Yeah, classic. I want to say that when I saw Mike's bio page, I was blinded by the light reflecting off of his enormous Giant cross, cross necklace. Very large. Extremely large. So you'll be shocked to hear that the cornerstone of his upbringing was his faith. Um, he uh, is looking for one with the same set of values, so presumably uh, faith. Um there's a little bit of uh, hints that he doesn't have much serious dating experience. Um, people assume he must be a player, but that could not be further from the truth. He has always been a one-woman type of guy, but due to his successful run in the MLB, dating was never a priority. This was something that Colton used to say, and I'm not trying to like draw a larger parallel here, but it seemed odd to me at the time, too, because professional athletes are not known for being unable to find time to date, to date. <laughs> or get married like lots of lots of pro athletes are married or in serious relationships I think quite what young Mike's saying That's is normal. that i had no desire right like he's like date. i didn't really date i've never really had and i am trying to like give you an excuse for that yeah but he's like it's just because i was such a successful professional i was so athlete. good at baseball <laughs> that i simply could not date um, and now he's ready to find that special lady who will be adored by his parents and his three sisters. Great. He um, doesn't like dessert, which is allowed. Gosh, it's allowed. Sure. More dessert for me, frankly. Yeah, that's true. I don't have to share my ice cream and or cheesecake with you. I've gone um, overboard and my like Greg does eat dessert, but it's not his favorite thing. So I just eat all of the dessert now. And sometimes he's like, did you leave me any of that? And, and I'm like, like no. Oh, no, I didn't like brownies. <laughs> um. He occasionally describes himself as basic. All right. Uh, what about Chugi? I need an update for the, the I Chugi think, era. I think Mike is Chugi. <laughs> His goal is to visit 100 countries. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Courtney is 26. And he is a nutrition entrepreneur from Dallas, Texas. I want to say Courtney's name is spelled like a quart of liquid, which I find really charming. (laughs) I don't know. I agree. I find it charming too. Um, Easy to Google too, which like I that's true. Somewhat thoughtful for the social media era to give your yeah easy to find. Not a lot of Courtney's. Um, And you looked into his business a little bit more. His business is called Iron Muscle Nutrition, and it sells products such as Iron Cuts Thermogenic Fat Burner and Bloodgasm. I'm very upset by Bloodgasm. That is not good branding. The first thing, like, so I clicked through to the Instagram. My blood needs a nutritional supplemental (laughs) orgasm. Uh, What? It just makes it sound like you have an orgasm and blood goes everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) 
Which is a new not definition of squirting. Not no, how you. it's supposed to work. Oh, God. It's a very bad sign. If you're squirting and, blood, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm very upset. Um, Someone his, take this these people to the hospital. He also has religious beliefs that are very important to him. And he is looking for someone to be an amazing mother to his future children. His goal in life is to leave behind a legacy, and he needs a partner who will stand side by side with him and build an empire. At least Um, it seems to imply some, like, mutual building. It's a mutual empire. It's it's a mutual, uh, yeah, they're both building the empire, but it's Courtney's legacy. We're... (laughs) I hope that Katie is interested in building a bloodgasm-based legacy. <laughs> um, <laughs> he loves to country line dance. Scuba diving is at the top of his bucket list. And his idea of the perfect nightcap is a robust bonfire with s'mores, music, and dancing. I'm not interested unless that bonfire is it's hearty. Robust. Uh, I've never described fire as robust, but look. I'm here for it. I love um, the idea of him being like, last night was great, but the bonfire was just a little bit uh, puny. You yeah. Know, just <laughs> lacked robustness. Um, Thomas. Nexus Thomas. 20. Another real estate guy from California. Um, and he just wants, he just wants some substance. None of this shallow stuff. He's his all dream about woman, substance. His dream woman, you know, she's beautiful. She's athletic just two things that are substantial she's he wants her to be beautiful and athletic <laughs> she wants her to be yeah that is like who's to say what substance is you know who are we to define that um and he wants her to be mature and ready to be his partner in life which of course that seems like kind and of also a legal a, bare minimum apparently forgiving of the fact that he used to wear ed hardy it's mm-hmm. not a good sign you know, people can grow and change a lot in the years since high school, as we know. It's true. Um, restorative, you know. Yeah, he's like, I used to wear justice. Ed Hardy, and now I just want a very hot and athletic woman. <laughs> <laughs> a real change. <laughs> he loves ambition and thoughtfulness. He would love someone to stand by his side as he becomes more involved in his local community. So I think he's envisioning something where he's like a community leader who like is at city council meetings yeah, like, is and he hosting looking for a political wife and he's like I will be the candidate. This reeks you of will political be my wife. wife search. <laughs> <laughs> he loves showing romance by bringing his loved ones their favorite dish. Um and he's just ready to find the one to last a, a lifetime. Hashtag swoon. Profligate hashtags in these bios, by the way. He wonders if The Rock really can eat everything he posts on Instagram for his cheat meal days. So there's so much going on here. He's like, I love food and eating, but also athleticism and fitness. And like, I'm just, I just need to combine those things. How do other people do it? He's a protein guy. (laughs) He's definitely a big protein guy. His favorite flower is a sunflower. And yes, Ed Hardy. Uh, Um, Trey, 26. 26. Software engineer from Covington, Georgia. He looks friendly. His photo's friendly. He uh, is described as having a huge heart, open-minded, outgoing. He's looking for a confident, strong woman who's open to everything life has to offer. And uh, 
he came from a big family, so he wants as many kids as possible, and that he and his wife can comfortably afford. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Finally, someone acknowledging that having children is a, like, and how many is a somewhat practical consideration based on, on resource. Again, like, if he wants as many kids as possible... Becoming an influencer couple True. is like the best way to do so it. He's so here, like, he's God here bless. to do that. Yeah, uh, God speed him on his his journey. He loves speeding up with his friends for brunching and book club. That's sweet. I like that. I like that a lot. I, lo- I um, love that. I want a brunch and book club. It's all too rare for for men to form clubs specifically for reading, where they actually just eat brunch and gossip. And I support that. Um, and he loves the harmonica. He is irrationally terrified of piranhas, which I take issue with. It's very rational. They will strip you to the bone in a matter of seconds based on something I vaguely remember. <laughs> so it's a rational fear. The movie Jumanji. Um, Claire, I think we've come to our final man. Who our is, final man, who is really fact, more of a box. A box. <laughs> question mark, question mark. Um, our understanding is that I do not think that this is Blake Moynes, who um, we know will arrive. But I think he'll probably arrive in the classic, like, interrupting the season. Will she let Blake join type of thing? This is just, like, a dude whose gimmick is a box and, uh, like, arriving wrapped in a present box. And they've decided to, like, amp it up as some big mystery. Play into – they're leaning in. They're They're leaning leaning in. Leaning in, and um, I, I'm not that intrigued. So it lists his profession as box. I'm not intrigued. Which, like cute, but no, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's like I want the material, you know. Yeah, give me the material. I guess here. you can. It's really ripe for some like dick in a box jokes. Mm, that's like that's like a ten year old reference. I know. It's not a good. I'm not saying it's a good they, reference. <laughs> I'm just saying like I'm concerned. I, I he just, might make that joke. Is he going to jump I, out of the box with a vibrator? There's going to be, be some terrible. I hope the box is filled with vibrators and he's just buried underneath <laughs> if you're going to go that route. You know, it's like I bought I brought you your favorite things, vibrators and me, your future husband. <laughs> go for it. You know, um, so I think we've covered all of the bios. My head is spinning um, from this carousel of men just who are all family-oriented corporate salesmen who salesmen. are 26. Yeah. They've all blended together. And I'm sure as we watch these men on their journey, um, some defining characteristics will begin to separate them from each other. But for now, I think this was this gave us some great material. It's good to be back in it. Yeah. I hope that you all feel more prepared for the season now as we do. Um, and we're really excited to see some of these guys on our TV screens. Uh, and I think we can wrap it up there. That's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. This episode was edited by Sarah Patterson. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer, and we are so happy to be the newest member of the Stitcher podcast family. If you like the show, please give us a rating of five stars and leave a review. 
If you want to get in touch, you can email us at claireandemmapod at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram at claireandemmapod. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at emmaladyrose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week with the premiere of season 17 of The Bachelorette. Let the journey begin. 